0: You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Welcome in to Rick and Travis Unsupervised, brought to you by Oneness Ministries, a grace-based, hope-filled, spirit-led counseling and life coaching ministry. To learn more, go online to oneness-ministries.org. everybody Welcome to Hello. Rick and Travis
1: Unleashed Unleashed.
0: No, unsupervised.
1: I like unleashed.: <laughs> Just uncensored, uncensored,
0: unleashed and unsupervised.:
1: Unrestrained.
0: Uncircumcised:
1: I I'm, Did I say that out loud?: I am so I can't be a -- I mean I don't care. <laughs> I am too, but I just when I was born, they just did it. Didn't ask you? No, they didn't ask me. I'm glad. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have known how to answer. I know two guys who did it later in life. What? Yeah, from like other countries. Wow. Oh no. How did why did I why did I start that?
0: It's your fault, right? It is my fault. You know Anyways. I, you know what I did last weekend? What? I went camping. That's fun. I love camping most of the time. This was hard. For some reason it was hard.
1: Um like hard things happened, or it's hard to enjoy it?
0: It was hard to enjoy it. I I went to Romano's State Park by Watonga. I've driven by there lots. Yeah. And I'm kind of a spoiled camper. I usually get a site with electricity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I have devices and I can watch movies or watch old football games. And I got a site without electricity. And I was... Spoiled, bored. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I've done that for so long. Yeah, that I'm going. What am I going to do with myself? I ended up going to bed about eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had fun, I got up the next morning and went play golf. And
1: yeah, and I haven't I, camped in a while. Well, being in the military, I think they would probably make you do that a lot. Yeah, I'm. I slept in the grass and dirt a lot. Yeah, I just haven't gone camping for. And the idea doesn't sound as enjoyable anymore. All right. Like, you want to go camping? I'm like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you mean not sleep in my bed? Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I had a buddy who kept, if it'd be cold, he'd be like, you're a Marine. You should be able to handle it. And I'm like, that just means I appreciate when I don't have to be cold. So if I don't have to be hot or cold, I don't want to. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me of a question. Oh. Totally the same. What do you call a fish with two knees? I don't know. A toonie fish. <laughs> uh, uh, see, I was trying to get there, but I was, I was at the ED at the end,
0: two kneed fish, and I couldn't get to.
1: <sighs> it's okay. Tuny fish. It's one of my new favorites. <laughs> also, do you know? You spend way too much time with your kids yeah that's okay that's okay I'm teasing do you know uh, what ET uh, is short for
0: extraterrestrial
1: no he has little bitty legs <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's short huh? oh yeah oh got it got okay it, I'll got stop it. I've got I've got lots yeah, I bet I'll you stop. do I'll stop let's
0: we'll save them because it's, it's pure gold I think so
1: <laughs> I think so but I've been disagreed with a lot by who oh I know I know. Children and wife. <laughs> that's who, Rick, since you asked. My wife in particular. She not, doesn't think you're funny. She's not entertained by you. She gives me courtesy laughs sometimes. Yeah, see, that's worse. And I give her gold, gold every day. Yeah. Like, she'll be like, okay, bye, call me later. And I'm like, okay, later. I'll see you. <laughs> She doesn't. See, well, I even laughed at that. That was. The, See, it's not. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I even laughed at that. I don't know why I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's really not
1: funny, but. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh gosh. I've desensitized her.
0: Well, you probably you probably been doing it for a long time. Yeah, thirteen, almost fourteen years. Yeah. Same. My wife knows pretty much all of my gold <laughs> But I keep. I keep using it. I don't know why either.
1: My kids, though. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, like, teach. My oldest is 13th, 7th grader, so nothing's cool to her that her dad does. Yeah. But my youngest, like, the why was the number six afraid of the number seven? Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's great, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for a while, like, he just will go he doesn't really get it but my other one would be like why was 6, seven? because 9, 10, 11. <laughs> I'm like you don't really get it either <laughs> but yeah there you go oh well I think they're funny I I just like being around them why my kids Um. because see that's a great lead in is that a segue that's a segue yeah it's just lingo I'm learning <laughs> yep because that's
0: today's topic, and I want, you to, I want you to tell me that. But today's topic is understanding God's love for us
1: through how we love our kids. I think the biggest part for me was seeing them in the way that it doesn't matter what they did or ever would do. I'm going to love them. Exactly. Um, and I knew that. And then seeing them make choices... I mean, or get hurt, and the older one now, different kind of choices and different kind of disappointments and hurts, but the younger ones, it's obviously more physical, <laughs> like my son, like, and I don't, if I see him, I would I'll stop him, but one time I walked in and he's standing on the arm of this little rocking chair, and just <laughs> leaps, on carpet, on a rug, obviously just slid out from under me and he fell. I want to be like, Hey, yeah, you got to can't jump off arms of sliding objects. Um, but those are, that's legitimately like we got to learn those things. Yeah. Like, you know, how long in my life to take to pick up an old, a neat old cup off a shelf and go, Oh, that's cool. And then blow inside of it while you're looking in it. <laughs> and then at some point in life you go, I should close my eyes if I'm going to blow in here. <laughs> Yep. It's just, I just see, and it, sorry, the mistakes thing and the hurts things, it, it, that made me think, too, of what God feels, maybe, like, when I was doing bad. you know, not even acknowledging him, and I thought when I was crying, at one point on my knees, asking him to take away my alcoholism and addictions, and, just hoping, wishing he would be there, and he was there. And I thought later in life how painful that would be to yeah. love someone and be right there, but then not acknowledge it, not see it, and just be crying for you to help. And you want to, and you're there, but he's not going to cross those bounds of free will that he set. Right. So He doesn't want puppets. Yeah, there's no love with that. Nope. So... Yeah, my kids actually have shown me a lot of what God sees in me and what that dynamic is like, all of us. It's, it's what I think Jesus meant
0: when he said to have childlike faith yeah. because you don't question it. Right. They go outside in the morning and they play, and they know that at the end of the day or at the middle of the day there's going to be food ready for them yeah they they just don't even question that they just believe it's going to happen, yeah and we um get tied up in the anxiety and the fear of how am I going to provide, how am I going to make money how am I going to right. and those things are important, but God is more faithful than we are,
1: yeah
0: and and I don't think it's unreasonable just to expect that he's going to take care of us.
1: Right. The de- I mean, I, I don't know, but I know he's always going to take care of, of us. But as far as, like, specifics and plans, I don't know what he has. I just know it's always better. It's always the best. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm saying, I want this in life, he may have a different idea. And whatever his idea is, it's going to be better. Yeah. Or it's going to be the best outcome for me and my family. Well, One way or another. Your youngest is three? Yes.
0: Um, and he comes to you and says, I want the car keys.
1: Yeah. Or chocolate all day, every day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you just can't give it to him. Yeah. And sometimes we are three-year-olds asking God for the car keys. Yeah. I want to take the car and drive it. Yeah. You don't know how. I can't let you do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why. And it's the same. But I want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep, that's very true because my six-year-old and my three-year-old will be like, well, why? I'm like, I can't explain to you right now. (laughs) You just can't. (laughs) If you ate ice cream all day, every day, you'd get a stomach ache and it would be very unhealthy for you. We'd
0: be up in the middle of the night cleaning up vomit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just... uh, And I, I trust what... I don't know how it's supposed to be, but the more I've experienced it, the easier it it's become to trust God. Mm-hmm. At first, a lot of times it was like, okay, I'm desperate enough to try this, and I know a lot of people who have, and tell me that it's the right thing, so I'm going to talk to you, and I'm going to try this, and I'm going to trust you with this stuff. Mm-hmm. My feelings may not have lined out with it, but I made the choice to do it, and God's faith, God was faithful, and I think he always is, to meet us where we're at. yes. And now I've experienced it enough to where I can go, wait a minute, I'm stressed, I'm worried, I'm not, do I trust God with this or do I not? Yes. Unequivocally, because of all these things in the past, I do trust him with this. Okay, well, it's his. It's his. Now, at first, I remember it was like, I don't know what this looks like, but I trust you. And he... I think I mean obviously it's a personal journey, but wherever we are, He meets us because when we we're first starting out, we don't have a lot of faith or a lot of. We don't know. We we're don't just know. desperate and reaching out, and I think that in, that initiation is all He cares about.
0: You started this with, I don't know if this is the right way or this is.
1: Oh. I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that at first, I mean. That now me trusting God with stuff has gotten a lot easier because I've seen him do it and do stuff instead of just, I just blindly, because at first that's what it was. Like, yep. I just, okay, I'm going to jump off this cliff into the clouds and hope jump, that you're Jump off the there. D- arm of this chair. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's easier because I know him and I've seen him and I've, I've seen him take care of stuff and I've seen him work amazing things and I've seen him we either look at it... I'm trying to figure out how I could tell something without breaking confidentiality. I guess I don't have to tell about it... Um... <clears throat> part of... There is a step in a certain anonymous program. Um... And it's a hard one. And it's where you gotta be brutally honest with someone. And you look inside yourself and you're honest about yourself and all these flaws and things you've done and things people have done to you. Um... But anyway, this guy wasn't going to tell me some stuff, which is normal. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to help you, but it's normal. I did that the first time or two. And until you are completely honest, it doesn't work. But um, he went with me to a, a thing where I was talking, and I just for no reason kind of hammered on that step and was trying to encourage people about it. And we're about to do his, and we walk out, and he says, Okay there's a couple of things that I didn't put on my list and I wasn't going to tell you, but I have to tell you right now. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. And he told me, but my thing is like that, we can either see that, which is it's God, mm-hmm. and see for what it is, God speaking through me and using me to happen to hammer on that topic, and then him hearing that, and then not pushing away that, the spirit, God's spirit and him saying, hey, that's for you, you need to... Need to say something. There's just different because it's so we get so easy to ignoring. It can become so easy to ignore God's voice in us, Mm -hmm. but then hearing it and reacting to it and seeing those little things like that that are God and not oh that's just a coincidence or I mean I think God was working all the time all around and that's not just coincidences or no it's not things happening.
0: That is a true statement. God is working on all things all around us.
1: All the time. Mm-hmm.
0: I believe that.
1: Just how we see it. Yep. That was quite a pop.
0: Pop. <laughs> okay. Enough of that. It was a serious... We're children. <laughs> <laughs> it was a serious conversation <laughs> that I just ruined. That's okay. Anyway. Um, I think the most important lesson that I've learned... Is that when my kids were your kid's age, three and four, or three and five, or five and seven, I was the center of their universe. Mm-hmm. And when I'd come home, they would scream and run to the door that daddy's home. And that's how I want to, how I want to relate to God. Yeah, And that's what the word Abba means, is Dada. Yeah, and I actually miss that. Matter of fact, if I talk about it too much, I'll start crying. But I miss those little boys, yeah. and I had daughters, and I miss I miss those little kids.
1: Yeah, my thirteen year old's there. I know she loves me.
0: Oh yes, you're and the and you're still the center of
1: her yeah. universe. But like I come in, and the littles are like, hey, and I'll be like, hey, and she's like, hi. <laughs> I looked at you there. Hi. Yep. What's going on? And she's not rude or attitude. It's just, she's just that age. Right? She's just that age.
0: I'm and a- it's important. That age is important because they're developing an independence that they have to have.
1: Says who, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, you're and, right. And we both deal like with, always.
0: we both deal with guys who are, um, gosh, I just had this, this is a conversation with God last night. Uh, um, how do I keep these guys from um, attaching? Because most of the guys I see have no father figure, have no relationship with a father, and mm-hmm. their mothers are even worse. Yeah. And so I start coming in. I start showing them the love of Christ. I start listening to them. And they immediately attach and they want to be my best friend. They want me to be their best friend. They want me to take them places and play golf with them. And and I, I don't know. I'm struggling with how much of that is something they really need or is it even appropriate for me to allow them to attach?
1: Yeah. yeah. And if some of that would start kind of making it harder for you. And maybe not. I have to have with guys that I'm working with to take through anonymous groups Um, and I don't I'm not super strict on it and I like becoming friends but -hmm. there for a while especially at the beginning mainly at the beginning I have to keep if I get too close and too friendly it's harder for me to one see some of the stuff but two then just call them out on their crap Mm -hmm. because I'm like well you know we were awful chummy and friendly you know so May just.
0: Well, I can't let that closeness keep me from calling them right. out on their crap. Right. And
1: you're more practiced at that than I am.
0: Yeah, because I have to. I have this one guy. Every other word was, you know what I mean? <laughs> I go to the, you know what I mean? I go to the store and I get some stuff, you know what I mean? And finally I said, you know, you don't have to say, you know what I mean, every other word. Yeah, It's really distracting, and I can't listen to the conversation when you do that. And you know it's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk when you call somebody out on something like that. But he said, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll try to. I'll try not to do it." You know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'll try not to do it. Well, and if you do it, I think any of the correction or pointing out someone's stuff. I mean, I don't. I'm coming from a place of truly wanting to help, and if I'm sincere and honest in how I do it, I think they feel that and know that and see that and they know where it's coming from. I'm not just trying to sorry, just Marine Corps terms keep coming to mind. And they're not appropriate for right now. Right. <laughs> trying to bust their ball. Right. I'm right. not, I'm not just trying to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really pointing stuff out that, Hey, and people don't like that. Right. Even if you're right, you, you don't like being called on the crab, but it's important. You got to, because enabling is no help yeah no
0: it is no help in it's just help
1: in the negative way,
0: well, it helps me, yeah, I don't have to call him out, and and I don't have to be responsible, yeah,
1: and helps them with their excuses,
0: and yeah their... yep. Yeah. so i I cannot get caught up in enabling a guy to take advantage of me or lie to me or
1: yeah.
0: um think he's going to get something out of me and and a lot of these guys are total users,
1: oh my god, the manipulation the, manipulation in the substance abuse world is I wrong. mean. It, but it's a must because it's it's a must in that. I mean, I was a with candy and with my wife. I mean, it becomes part of who you are because you have to, in order to be abusing substances, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to become a manipulator. And everyone's got it in them. Sure, it's just. I was a fit thrower and all that yep. too.
0: Gosh, what a, what a tough subject. That one was, hey, that was good. must be time for us to say goodbye everybody
1: goodbye i'm rick and i'm travis there we go thank you
0: thank you